Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash natchbute. Tune in, baby. Kiss on the lips. <laughs> I just recorded you saying that. This week on the Mystic Party, Kit Williamson, Possessed Cats, and Gay Bashing. Hit it, go Welcome to the Mystic Party. I'm Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. And I'm Zane Grant, Los Angeles County's expert witness on occult crimes and murders. Well, great. Great great to see you this week, Zane. Good to see you. I'm, I'm excited to help some uh, normal people deal with paranormal problems like our friend, Kit Williamson. Friend and confidant. Thanks for joining us, Kit. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you guys too. We know you're dealing with a major paranormal problem, but on the Mystic Party, we first like to ask Zane what he did this week, and then we like to do other things, and we'll get to your problem eventually. I appreciate that. Great. Okay, Zane, what did you do this week? Uh, This week, I had jury duty, Oh. um, which was, uh, I got dismissed because I had a... like I said, I've been an expert witness for the county courts. Mm-hmm. Um, an expert witness in what? An expert witness um, of telling whether or not peoples are telling the truth. Whether or not peoples are telling the truth? That's right. And most of the time, are they telling whether or not they're lying? <laughs> I... Well, not just anyone's telling the truth. I'm oh. not talking about civil cases. Oh. I'm not. I'm talking about like the OJ case the first time. Mm. Um, if he had made reference to some sort of supernatural phenomena. Oh, oh, oh. so you come in strictly as a, a paranormal. Oh, okay, okay. A hypnotist. Yeah, hypnotize the witnesses and find out if they're telling the truth about paranormal events. Most of the time. We we try to figure that out, or if it's something deeper in their psyche, and sometimes uh, we just have a little fun. We'll, I'll say when I clap my hands. Oh yeah, you do a chicken dance. Yes. When I clap my hands, you're in love with this guy right here. Yeah. When I clap my hands, you're a rooster. That's the same as the chicken dance. <laughs> it's similar. Mm-hmm. It's it's a chicken dance, but you're on top. Mm, that's true. That's true. But when I was uh, so when I was in jury duty this week, mm-hmm. they told me that many stars like myself had been to jury duty and served their civic duty, including Kurt Russell, 
mm-hmm. and William H. Macy. In that very place you had been? In the very same room. Do you think Kurt what, Russell wore his eye patch? I don't know, but they said that all the women would wait for him to get out of court. They were like, this is my chance. It's true. It is absolutely true. Ladies. And they said, and they added that as a bonus for people who were thinking about just ducking out or making up a lame excuse about like, Mm. I have seven kids. I can't do jury duty. And, you know, if you've seen the movie Overboard with Kurt Russell and uh, Goldie Hawn, Mm -hmm. Kurt Russell had seven kids in that movie. And he taught a valuable lesson about memory, which is... If someone has amnesia and they're very rich, you should convince them that you're married to them and make them take care of your kids. Yeah, let that be a lesson to everyone. Yeah, you can trick Goldie Hawn into having sex with you and it's still a romantic comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Only in Hollywood. Well, great. Good. Sounds like you had a good week. Fantastic. I got lunch stipend. $8. Correct. Free parking. Mm Mm-hmm. Walt Disney Concert Hall. Mm-hmm. Visited the Red Cat Theater. There was a half-naked man on top of a piano posing for photographs, and I was confused as to whether or not the gallery was open. Well, great. Fantastic. Yeah, well, man. now's the time in the show. I'm sorry? Do you have any news stories you'd like to share? Yeah, I was going to say, now's the time in the show where we're going to share some news stories where we like to give people with... Paranormal, Paranormal problems. problems. Unsolicited advice. Yay. Okay. My first story is um, in New Hampshire. A store owner is starting to believe in the supernatural after she had a ghostly encounter in her store that was all caught on tape. A glass tray was thrown across the room, and also the store used to be someone else's house. That was in the story. <laughs> someone also felt their shoulder being pulled. This all happened in New Hampshire and was somehow in the local paper. Was it zoned residential or zoned for business? You know, that's a good question. Um, I think it must have been zoned for business now because it is a business. But at some point, someone lived in this door when it was a home. Sounds like gerrymandering. (laughs) That's not what gerrymandering (laughs) means. I think that sounds like rezoning. Yeah, but they rezone the voting lines. Mm. Isn't that what that is? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. It used to be a business. Mm-hmm. Or it is a business. No, it is currently a business. And what is the business? It's like it's like a trinket store. It has trinkets. They threw a glass tray across the room, broke it. And there's video footage. I saw it. Sounds like an insurance scam. It does sound a little... Or it sounds like it could be an insurance scam. I think that's some unsolicited advice. You need to call your insurance company. Try it. Break a bunch of your shit and then cash it in. Mm-hmm. First what else of the do you have in there? Vases? Coming up in two weeks from April 15th. Today. Mm-hmm. Taxes. Taxes also. also. Worry about those. What else is in that store? Vases? Clocks? Antique stores always got clocks in there. Lots of clocks. 
You know, like cuckoo clocks and like ones with like crazy hands and ones that go backwards and say, where's the time? <laughs> Stuff <laughs> like that. It's always pizza time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty good advice. Insurance fraud? Insurance fraud. It works for Armenians. It'll work for you. <laughs> what? Well, you can't say that. <laughs> what? Got it, yay. <laughs> um, do you have any stories? Uh, thing? Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in uh, upstate New York, near New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, recently a couple moved into a rental property with their two children. They were there for 10 days and witnessed ghost experiences. Mm. Slamming of doors. Weird noises. Cold rooms. Mm-hmm. And this was in the heart of winter. So the couple went straight to a motel, moved out, contacted the landlord, and said, We want our money back. The landlord said, why? And they said, because you rented us a haunted house mm. and you should have had full disclosure about it. The case recently went to court. Mm. And the conclusion was there's nothing in the law about breaking a lease based upon a haunting. My advice to landlords is Wait, wait, wait. Did they win? They lost. They lost. They lost. There's no law that says you can't rent a haunted property oh, without can... telling people that it's haunted beforehand. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, my advice to lawmakers is, that seems unfair. You should probably pass a law. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in the case of, you know, protecting tenants' rights. I'm all, I'm all for tenants' rights. In the comments section of the story... A man said, I think that the law should protect both tenants and landlords. And if some, in, the, in that, if someone rents a property with a benevolent ghost, they should be able, they should just have to stay there because what's the problem? You have to share it. The ghost is doing its part oh. of. You know, opening cabinets for you, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, making you coffee in the morning. Yeah. Putting putting your socks out so you have something to wear during the day. So when your feet are cold and from his cold spots. Turning the lights out to keep the electric bill down. Mm-hmm. Blinking them on and off when you want it to look like a fun rave. Angry ghost, on the other hand, probably you deserve a refund. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that guy's unsolicited advice is pretty good. I think it's pretty good. My unsolicited advice to landlords is if you have a haunted house, the law is on your side. (laughs) Time to rent it out. Hey, if you have a haunted store, why not rent it out? Rent it out as a house. New Hampshire lady, take it into consideration. Think about it. Think about it. There's no law. Mm Mm-hmm. Kid, I feel like you had something you wanted to say. I didn't know I could talk. You're allowed to talk at any time. I'm sorry. We're gonna, we just can't talk quote, about your problem yet. You're going to okay. quote Discharge and say the system works for them? It does, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Is that also a racist joke about Armenians? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Stuart Gordon once told me a story about this Armenian family in his neighborhood. Are you about to call Stuart Gordon racist? No. Great documentary filmmaker. <laughs> Stuart Gordon is a great a scholar on Lovecraftian uh, cryptozoology. Stuart Gordon once told me this story about some... Armenians who were his neighbors who burnt down a house that they lived in and he called the they no one ever investigated it and he called the fire department and he said this seems really suspicious to me like how could this happen and they said well there's really there's no investigation open on it and so they called the police and they said well it's kind of outside of our jurisdiction so then he started he like tracked down the people who owned the house and he like kind of like waited outside of their house and stuff and he saw them and he saw he saw them doing other insurance scams as i recall but that that, that part of the story might have Wait, been true so what tipped him off was he just did were they carrying gas cans and like, <laughs> yeah, like other masks things over that, their faces yeah matches do they have mm-hmm. a bunch of matches it was something to the effect of like how fast the place burned and like mm. you know it was like backdraft. He was oh, yeah. timing how fast that house was burning. <laughs> I just imagine him with binoculars and a stopwatch burning fast. My question is, why remember. does that mean you can make a racist comment about Armenians? Oh no, I saw I saw a show one time where a UCB show and this guy did a monologue who was Armenian and he told a story about how his uncles uh and his uncle in glendale told um told him he had to come work at his coffee shop that he was opening and he was like well i don't want to work at the coffee shop and he said you're gonna work there and this guy was like a mafia guy and um and so they had this coffee shop and it was called coffee Mm -hmm. and he goes to work the first day and the and the mafia guy's like, all right, here's all the espresso machine. Here's all the restaurant equipment. It's all wrapped up. Don't touch it. Don't make anything with it. And the guy's like, well, what are we supposed to do about the coffee? And he's like, I told you not to touch any of the stuff. Now sweep the floor. So every day, it was just like these like seven Armenian gangsters just hanging out in there with this restaurant equipment. And he said one day, a customer came in. And the guy was like trying to order coffee. And and one of the gangsters stood up and was like, "Can I help you?" And the guy, the and the guy's like, "Yeah, I just want to order a coffee." And he starts asking the kid who's working there, like, "Can I can I order a coffee?" And then like, the, and he's like, "Just leave, just get out of here." <laughs> and the Armenian gangster guy says, "We don't have coffee." And the guy was so oblivious, he still said. But this is a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But then he like looks around, like all these guys are like smoking in there, and they're all drinking like Armenian coffee out of these little pots. And uh, and he left, and they never had another customer. And a few months later, they just shut it down, burned it down, shut it down. <laughs> later, they just burned it down. They shut it down, declared bankruptcy, and then reported the equipment stolen and shipped it all to Armenia. <laughs> They did. They sold all the espresso machine and everything. That's what the guy sold. I don't know. I'm not saying like all Armenians are like this. It's just like. If you heard it at UCB, it must be true. If you heard it at UCB. I just like to imagine the Yelp 
for that place. (laughs) (laughs) One star. This place doesn't even have coffee. (laughs) I didn't even realize there was an Armenian mafia, but apparently. They can smoke indoors? Gross. (laughs) You really didn't know there's an Armenian mafia? I don't know about anything. Okay. Do you know about the about the regular Welcome mafia? To yeah. LA. Okay. Do you know about the Vietnamese mafia? No. Born to die? No. No. Mm. What about Yakuza? That's the only one. That's the, that's the only that's one, the, right? That's the best one. So that's it's good you know about it. And the triad. Well, There's yeah. a place across the street from this very studio where I went in, and there was a bunch of young people in there. And I tried to buy water, but the water looked so old; it was like covered in dust, and I felt weird, and so I wouldn't buy it. But then they recognized my boyfriend who was with me, who used to be on television, and had to get a photo, and it was really awkward because I didn't buy anything. He got a f- he carries around photos with him to sign. No, like he got a <laughs> photo of him with their phone. Because <laughs> I've been doing that for a while, but nobody ever asked me for them, and I'm, I get kind of offended. <laughs> Eight by ten glossies. Yeah, I think like, we oh, all yeah, had some that. unsolicited yeah. advice to Armenian gangsters. Just keep doing what you're doing. It seems like it's working. Please <laughs> don't hurt my family. <laughs> Um, last news story. In the Northern Territory of Australia, that's an area, there's been a lot of rain this year. So much, in fact, fish fell from the sky. I caught six fish out out of that little hole there and got another hole around the corner. I got four more, says Ray Aylett. I got some in the bathtub and took photos of them so everyone reckons I'm not a bloody telling lies. This is the quote. Um, so fish fell from the sky in Australia because it's been raining so much. I can only assume they were sort of swimming through the air, through the rain. Similar to this movie I saw once called Ghost Shark. It was a really good documentary about a shark that can get into any water. For example, your drinking glass of water. The shark can jump out and eat your entire body. If you are in a place and there's sprinklers inside, the shark can repair it out of nowhere and eat your body. And if maybe you are doing a car wash, it will jump out of a bucket and again, eat your body. I would like to point out that your body is more than 90% water. Isn't it? How much of your body is water? 90, like 98%. Yeah. What is it? How much? It's 98 degrees water. It's 98.1 98 degrees of water. All that matters is we know there's a lot of water in the body and the shark probably could have jumped out out of it. your body. And eat your body. At the very least, your your saliva. it could have jumped out of your saliva, but it probably it's a shark, so it's not like really smart. But mm. it was out for revenge. That's, that's why I was leaving my mouth open. Why? So it can jump out of your mouth. So it gets really dry. And it, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so fish were falling from the sky into this guy's yarn because it was raining so hard. That's horrifying. But is it? Or is it exciting? It depends. It depends on if you're a fisherman. It's like, oh, well, I don't have to go to work today. And just go outside and clean up. But if you're someone with a recent head trauma, mm-hmm. and then you get hit in the head with one of those fish, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's that's kind of double jeopardy. You shouldn't be hit in the head twice like that. Um, and it's also it's fifty to seventy five percent. Fifty to seventy five percent. How much water a shark could? Take. Well, you, you guys seventy five. There's a lot of variants. Listen. Yeah. This yeah, is where there is. Some people carry a lot of water weight. Pregnant women. Fat people. Fat people. Jellyfish people. Fat jellyfish pregnant women. Yeah. 
my advice look i have some unsolicited advice to people dealing with fish falling from the sky Get some nets. Yeah, I think that was what I was going to say. Nets? Yeah, you're going to say nets? Yeah. Nets is really... One of those, like, uh, even like a butterfly catching net. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Just start swinging it. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you're going you're gonna to have food for months. You're going to have food. Or for a week. Fish go bad. But freeze them. Freeze them. Put freeze them. Like this. Populate your pond with them. You know when people say money don't grow on trees? Fish don't fall from the sky, except in this case, and then you're very lucky. You're very lucky. Mm-hmm. Sell them. One more thing about that Armenian story. <laughs> the um, I remember when he called the when he called the police. They said, "Wait, Stuart Gordon." When when Stuart Gordon <laughs> called the police, which like I never thought he, I didn't think he was that kind of person. I always thought like Stuart Gordon doesn't call the police. He just. He's like a private investigator. He just takes care he of He calls it. a private investigator? No, nah, he's like an enforcer. Mm, okay. Uh, and when he called, they said, well, there's nothing illegal about burning down your own property. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. I don't know. They said it I think it's called arson. Yeah, but arson. it's not arson if it's yours and nobody gets hurt. And insurance fraud. We had, insurance was, fraud is a separate issue, but just burn, can you burn down your own house yeah, you just for fun no. if you're not trying to collect so any oh, oh, Yeah, then maybe, maybe. Remember there was a, um, there was a, uh, like a restaurant in the hometown we grew up in, in Marshall, that had, um, it was like a buffet. It was, it was Western Sizzler. Western Sizzler, Western Sizzler, and they burnt down that place. They burnt it down for the insurance money and they got caught. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. There was also a Wendy's that sold crack cocaine, and it got shut down. Where we kids, they sold it through the drive-through. If you went through the drive-through and said, "Yeah, give me the Jimmy Mac special," <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Here's a bag full of crack," and then you go to the window and pick it up, and they got shut down. And I was mad because I really liked those chocolate things they had. Slurpees. That's not what it's called. Frosty. Frosties. Well, anyway, many I think- cities prohibit fires of any sort uh, without a permit, and I'm sure Los Angeles, with its history of forest fires and riots, and riots, is no exception. So I think you would have to get a permit, and I don't think that they would give you one. It's good kids looking this stuff up on the internet. Well, Man, I'll look you we up should get Stuart. Kiki to do that. She's really good at playing noises, but we didn't think about that she could look stuff up on the internet. Are you capable of doing that? Next time. Next time. Great. Kit, you're enough to do it for the rest of this show. Okay. Okay, great. Well, okay, that ends um, all of our unsolicited advice. If you need unsolicited advice from the Mystic Party, you can send your stories um, to us. They must be published in a national journal or magazine. Or on your blog. Yeah, or on your blog. Um, or you can come on the show like Kit Williamson. Kit, we like to start with a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a really ominous quiz. I feel like I'm gonna fight the boss in a role-playing game. Do you want to do that? I would love to do that. Sounds we like can set that up afterwards if you need that. Okay. Thanks for that music, Kiki. Okay. Um, Kit, you... There's a couple things about you that I know, for sure. One. One? I'm counting. One. You do... A show you write and direct and star in a show called The East Siders. Two. Two. You're on a show called Mad Men. Three. You're tall. 
She just said a couple, so that's three. Yeah, that's good. The couple um, is two. I know. I'm saying she exceeded your expectations. Yeah. So the thing about Eastsiders, which we know you have coming up, tell us about what's going on with that. Well, Eastsiders is a dark comedy about infidelity. The first mm-hmm. season was on LogoTV.com and is being wow. distributed as a feature internationally by Wolf Video and on DVD this summer. And season two is currently written, and we are crowdfunding to... Uh, actually finance it and that's going to be running through the next month and also uh you can find out more at eastsidersteseries.com sounds like you've said that before i have crowdfunding through kickstarter kickstarter i have a question before we do the quiz oh no go ahead no you can go ahead please so you. you made your series a web series into a feature film did you fill out the content with really close-up pornography. Yes, I did. It's right. um, gay pornography because it's a gay web series. Um, but actually, we replaced the entire. I would, ass- I would assume either way. Footage from the first season, we replaced it entirely with just close-up gay pornography. Sometimes in gay pornography, do they ever just use uh, women's butts, like really close up? as uh, substitutes mm. stand-in butts i imagine oh you didn't shoot any of it yourself you just i didn't shoot it myself it. i just Are licensed you? it right. and i assume that probably that happens but you know they obviously not in a way that you could tell oh, good do you consider yourself a um expert on gay pornography no okay let me I'm, ask you. i'm more of a dabbler Let's let's hope that you're an expert on what this quiz is about. Gay pornography. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about. That's all you this... guys could think to ask me about <laughs> gay pornography. When I is think, that what you guys think of me? Well, when I think of kid, I think gay pornography. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's on a fast track. <laughs> there are actually no sex scenes in the first season of the show. Is that because the characters are eunuchs? Yes, <laughs> that's why. Is the show set in a harem? No. I'm really confused by this. You want to get to the quiz? Mm-hmm, let's do the quiz. So the quiz is about one of our favorite Eastsiders. That's the name of your show. Yeah. Our favorite Eastsiders, a big fan of the show, a close friend of Zane and mine, the Wicked Witch of the East. All right. Quiz about her. Very good friend of ours. We just had her over. Delightful woman. Mm-hmm. Question one. The first time we see the Wicked Witch of the East is during a tornado when the evil character of Dorothy and her hellhound Toto see her ride a bicycle by the window. Do you remember this in the documentary, The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Great. Well, so I got that one right. No, no, no. That wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a preface. No, just to let you know, that's when we see her. Okay. While most witches prefer broomsticks as their modes of transportation, what do male witches prefer? A. Oh, it's a multiple choice. I never tell people that. I like to make them scared. <laughs> a. Like this, I do. Trains. B. Pitchforks. C. Motorcycles if they've hit their midlife crisis. I'm going to go with pitchforks. That's correct. Yay! Either way, we know Power of Flight is inspired by the devil, but yes, male witches ride pitchforks. 
often. All right. The power of flight compels Like you. Virgin America Airlines mm. owner Amber Benson has <laughs> propelled upon our nation this is like horrible sin. I think you meant Richard Branson. <laughs> no, Amber Benson? Okay. Okay, question ready? Question number two. The Wicked Witch of the East, a good friend of this show, donned a very stylishly pointy hat, but she didn't start that trend. Where did the trend start? A. No? I'm going to give you some choices. Don't guess yet. It's not the Ku Klux Klan? No. Okay. A. With a witch who wanted to poke people's eyes out. B. A birthday party hat maker gave away free hats to all of his devil-honoring friends. Or C. Anti-Semitic artists draw- started drawing Jewish people with tall hats and associated th- associated them with devil worship. C. Yay! That's right. C is right. C is correct. Man, you're really good at quizzes. Have you thought about quitting your job in the acting industry to become a professional quiz taker? I have considered that option. Think I, about were it. Were you good at them in high school? Yes. Think about it. Question three, the last of the quiz questions, but you've already won. So, The Wicked Witch of the East was known for torturing ungrateful munchkins, but her predecessors were tortured for no reason. Which of the following was not a torture system for the witches in England? A. A thumbscrew. B. The swimming. C. The awakening. Was B swimming? The swimming. This is which one Did is you not say England or New England? I said England and I meant it. In that case. Or I made a typo. I don't remember. If you made a typo. I'm gonna I'm, say England. I'm going to say the awakening. Yay! That's correct, kid. Three for three. First guess to get three for three. Really? I yeah. don't know. Definitely, actually. Thumb I know screw? a lot about witches. Do we know about the thumbscrew? I know it's about the It's a vice that slowly crushes your fingers. S- the swimming is just basically basically drowning somebody. Well, yeah, because if you it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Because if you sank, then you were innocent. Um, but if you did not sink, you so you're innocent, you die. And mm-hmm. if you don't sink, then you're a witch and they kill you mm-hmm. by burning you at the stake. If there's one thing I learned from John Cleese... It was that lesson. Mm-hmm. If you weigh more than a duck, mm-hmm. get out the water. You're a duck. You're a duck. Kit, you know a lot about witches. Maybe too much. You know that you just won the quiz, which means you win some advice from the Mystic Party. <sighs> I think it's time to talk to our guest. Talk to the guest. Excited. Excited to fight the boss. <laughs> I've been leveling up. Guest time. Kit, we're so glad to have you here so we can help you with your paranormal problem. Thanks for having me. What is going on with you besides your a massive success with the Eastsiders, the Eastsiders Kickstarter campaign, and also Mad Men? What is going on in your life? Well, I'd like to say that this is one of the happier times in my life, but it's actually being really bogged down with a lot of stress, 
because my cat has recently been possessed. Your personal cat. My personal cat. Not Albie. your group. Oh, Albie. Yeah. When He's, you when you say that, what evidence do you have that your cat's not just a bad cat? I mean, he's he's exhibiting a lot of, let's say, anthropomorphized sorts of behaviors. He's acting more like a person than a cat. And I know that a lot of people um, tend to think of their pets as people. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, certainly some pets who seem smarter than others. And Oh my goodness, my dog just gets so mad sometimes when I come home late. No. <laughs> yes, exactly what I mean. Okay. But um, Albie um, lately has been making um, signs with um, feces and uh, writing in English on those signs. Um, just hateful, hurtful uh, things. I, I'm sorry. He makes a sign out of feces and then writes on well, the feces? No, he makes a sign out of poster board and then he writes on it with feces. That's sounds, really gross. That does sound gross. It also sounds no need to anthropomorphize. This cat sounds morphized. Yeah. Sounds like he's using his hands pretty well. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty childish, sort of rudimentary script, but it's definitely English, and I can definitely read it. And what does he write? Oh, you know, I, I don't know if I can even say it. It's like fags doom nations. Oh. God hates fags. That seems really specific. It does seem really specific. Is it because of Eastsiders or because of your lifestyle? Or your gay porn know. knowledge? I mean, it's probably a combination of the three, but for whatever reason, my cat is hate criming me, like pretty consistently, and it's causing a lot of problems. You know, we've had we've had issues with this before. Is he, does he particularly like to stand in front of your house holding the signs, or does he mostly put the signs, like, let's say, like in surprise places, like in your closet, oh, he, and you open uh, it? Both. But, um, I mean, most recently, he actually stood outside of the Mad Men premiere holding up the signs. Oh, so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And, I mean, and cute. Yeah, cute. I mean, also. it is cute, and, you know, cats are the only animal that the angrier they get, the cuter they get. So mm-hmm. I have a real problem, like, disciplining him for this because he is pretty adorable with the sign but at the same time it's you know i obviously don't agree with that kind of hate speech i obviously do not agree that fag uh you know fags doom nations for example i haven't doomed any nations that i'm aware of yeah full nation is a lot of dooming kit now do um do does the cat um do you have any other like problems like like behavioral problems like for example, does he scratch your couch or does he, you know, go to the bathroom outside of the litter box? He used to. He's pretty much stopped all that. Okay, just the signs. Lately, it's been the signs and the sermonizing. Oh, and, sermonizing. And also the uh, the YouTube videos. He's been making, like, parody songs where he sings about fags and just Satan's nation and how God hates America, God hates soldiers, lots of... Just bizarre things. I don't even know where he's getting these ideas. Sounds like this cat has found some sort of religion. It does. It sounds like perhaps the Christian religion. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think all Christians believe that. Well. I'm, I'm from Mississippi, and I know you guys are from Texas. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like, our point of reference includes a lot of Christians who think this way. But, I mean, it sounds to me, if I'm going to be crazy for a second it sounds to me like the westboro baptist church 
Oh, ah, that's an interesting idea. The Westboro Baptist Church. Have you been taking that cat to that church? No. Oh. No, I'm not going to the Westboro Baptist Church. They picket soldiers' funerals with God hates fag signs. They're crazy. They're a crazy cult. What Wait. do they do in between time? Well, sometimes they let documentary crews follow them around, and that's where I found out that they're all lawyers. That's oh, true. All lawyers. That is true. Didn't one of those guys just die? Yeah, Fred Phelps. Fred Phelps? Yeah, the leader of the church. <laughs> sure. Patriarch. Are you sure his name's not Richard Branson? Richard Branson was a leader of a church. Fred Phelps. <laughs> well, is it possible your cat can be possessed with Fred Phelps? No. Oh, kitty. Gosh. You know, I didn't want to... I didn't want to think that at first, but I don't really know what else to think. Because where did Fred Phelps go when he died? We know he didn't go to hell. Right, and they definitely wouldn't let him into heaven. They Not with those signs he had. I wouldn't say definitely. Okay. They might have let him into a certain heaven. Mm. Heaven for people who hate fags. Well, they got to put him somewhere. Do they? I don't know. I mean, maybe they all get transplanted into... Am I being hate crimed right now at the Mystic Park? I'm at not the Mystic Park? Saying, no, I'm we're saying, not saying there's a special heaven for people who hate fags. I'm not separate saying. from gay people, which is what I call them. A better would heaven? you want? Is that what's going on? <laughs> would you want to be in this? <laughs> Let me ask you something. Yeah, this is important. I'm not making any presumptions about your sexuality. <laughs> I think it's safe to say. <laughs> no, 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 I won't do half the gay shit second. that James Franco does on camera, all right? I'm not sucking anybody's prosthetic dildo penis for my student film. It seems I feel like, like this isn't it, paranormal at all. Yeah, it seems like, well, I don't think saying that you won't suck a prosthetic penis like, on film, like, that it does that. Anyway. Um, what it is or isn't paranormal? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that that's... Uh, it was a ghost's prosthetic penis? Here nor there. Yeah, that's important. But... Which you would do, I assume. Yeah, I forgot what my track was. Um, all I know is that it sounds like Fred Phelps. Fred? Yeah. So fami- Fred Phelps. It's like a really oh, friendly name. I remember now. Okay. Fred Phelps. Like, I'm Fred Phelps. Kid. I'm just a nice postman. So Fred. Kid. So Kit, <laughs> let's get this straight for once and for all. Oh, we gotta get it straight. No pun intended. Why does it gotta be straight? <laughs> Always forward. Um, so you don't want to. You probably don't want to be put in the same heaven as those people. Those people. I don't want those people to be in heaven. Period. Well, I think your right. cat would beg yeah, to yeah. differ. I think that's what. Yeah, that cat sounds pissed. You know what? I'm, I hate to tell you this, Kit, but our phone line is blowing up. People have a lot of opinions about what's happening, so I said let's take a call. Hello, Mystic Party. Hello, Bria. Hello, Zane. Oh, hi. First, I'd like to express to you my f- gratitude for presenting such a wonderful show to the general public. 
Bria, you are my favorite clairvoyant to listen to on the internet by far. Yeah. And my second favorite show behind the Sunday services of Pastor Mace, broadcast from the Second Light Cathedral of the First Sun. He's a wonderful spiritual mm -hmm. guide, but not nearly as spirited as your show. <laughs> All joking aside, now, um, in reference to joke. the problem that your guest kid is experiencing, I might have a solution for her. As you may probably know, I have a background in psychiatry, and my list of clients include a president, three prime ministers, and a myriad of A-list celebrities, I'm including Britney Spears. Again on this and believe it or not... <laughs> Pet possessions are a very common occurrence among high-profile personalities. And I'll tell you the same advice I told Brittany when she, came to, when she claimed to me that, <laughs> that her hamster was possessed by Sigmund Freud and kept eating all of, all of her underwear. And that is, the cat will never expect you until you have the fear of God in it. Now, waterboarding is always an effective tool to exercising animal demons, as well as small doses of microwave radiation. Yep, that's right. Just pump that little mischievous kitty in the microwave, set the power on low, and 15 seconds later it's like an easy-bake oven. Except instead of hot chocolate brownies, you'll have one well-behaved, slightly toasty, feline companion, demon-free. You're welcome. I'm going to go on record and say don't do that. The listeners at home, don't put your cat in the microwave. Whether or not you think it deserves to go to hell, you know, it's uh, it's illegal, first of all. Mm -hmm. You can burn down your own house, but you can't put a cat in the microwave. This is America. What if you put your cat in a microwave to burn down your house? Oh. Still illegal. I wouldn't do that. I don't think that my cat is responsible for his actions right now. You know, because you think Fred Phelps has possessed this kitty. Yeah. Hmm. Because So you'd think that punishing it by putting it in a microwave... Fucked up. Well, let's talk about possession for just a moment. Let's. Now, if you are possessed and we punish the body, does that not hurt you also? Like, let's, does it not hurt Fred Phelps if you punish the body of the cat, of Albie Cat? I can't say for sure. It does. Like, I mean... I'm just saying. I, mean, I feel like I stumped everybody a little well, but bit. But, like, listen, if I picked Bria up and threw her at Zane because mm -hmm. I was mad at Zane, I mm -hmm. think Bria would have a right to be mad at me. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's right. It's just that it is a fact that if you hurt the body that is possessed, you know, it hurts the, the demon or... Uh, pastor that is possessed there's a really great documentary called the exorcist have you guys heard of it william blatty h macy william h macy no, no william blatty oh, wrote the book <laughs> william um, h macy was great in the, that documentary uh, the exorcist. yeah he did he's i'd really like good. to see that version he um look this is a great movie called the exorcist and there's one thing we know about it about demons which we can assume Fred Phelps is a demon at this point. I think that's, that's pretty safe to He's assume. somewhere between an angel and a demon. Uh, they're pretty close anyway. Yeah, that's true. They're both, both you know, beings beyond life. Anyway, if we um, can assume one, no one thing from The Exorcist, we know that if you hurt the body, you hurt the person. Was that in The Exorcist? I don't know that that was in... <laughs> 
It was, yeah, but it was the demon was hurting the body. Yeah, Did yeah. Did they microwave that little girl in the exorcist? No, that no. was Gremlins. Yeah, right. That wasn't that wasn't Gremlins. So I guess you know. Thanks for calling, caller. I think we're not interested in your solution. And what well, I just of, want my cat back. What kind of quack psychiatrist calls up psychiatrist to the stars? No less. No less. I mean, Brittany calls up and. Recommends animal abuse as a way to get rid of a demon. I think we all know that that is illegal. Illegal. Just like. Alright. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that anymore. It's been well established my stance on arson. Mm hmm. So let's move on. Okay, we have more callers. Um, caller, are you there? Hey, uh, Mystic Party. This is uh, Rena, Rena McClure, calling from Long Island. Never been on the radio before, so I'm uh, very excited today. Thanks for thanks for having me. So yeah, I'm from Long Island, New York. I own um, I own a bus depot up here. You mm-hmm. know, one of these uh, bus depots sending all the people over to uh, Atlantic City. I've been to that. So bus depot. yeah, my my hmm. mother-in-law, she uh, she started this business a long time ago, and then. She went and uh, croaked it a few years ago, and uh, lo and behold, this thing, this thing made a heap of money. So, yeah, uh, I won't say, I won't say which one it is, you know, protect uh, privacy and all, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, um, about this cat, this cat, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I had this dog once. This thing just would not fucking shut up. And uh, this is what I gotta tell you. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. That's it. First of all, not only do all animals love peanut butter, but they can't physically bark or, uh, in this case, meow if they've got the peanut butter in their mouth. So, I mean, this dog here gained a lot of weight, but maybe you can somehow regulate that maybe with some, I don't know, kitty laxatives or something. But nonetheless, peanut butter. Then the cat will shut up. Uh, yeah, so you're welcome. Thanks, Mystic Party. Well, thank you, caller. First yeah. time caller we've never heard before. I've never heard. Th- yeah, that's interesting. Long Island. She, she had a very distinct accent. I was going to say she didn't have much of an accent, but maybe we heard different. That was a very thick Long Island accent that mm. I heard. Mm. Maybe she was eating some peanut butter. She might have been she snacking. Taking, taking a little snack on some peanut butter. Snacking on some Reese's. You know, it's funny, we had another call about peanut butter a couple of weeks ago. We did? Yeah, it was about a dog named Peanut Butter from a peanut butter factory. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. That peanut bu- the dog named Peanut Butter, and she named it after her peanut butter factory. It's funny you didn't remember that. Can we get back to my cat? Oh, because well. My cat is kid, not- look, you pay by the minute. You pay by the minute. It's like, uh. Yes, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. What? You pay what? by the minute. Pay, pay by, by the, the minute. minute. So you just lost a minute. You need this is we have a process. There's a process. First we have to go talk about look. First we have to talk about when you go shows. when you go to court <laughs> like say, a minute say by you, having you guys not talking about my cat. I just spent, for a minute. I just spent a week at the Los Angeles County Jail because I went through the court system, and when you go get a lawyer. He doesn't just make up a bunch of stuff. He goes back and looks at the past cases. 
Yeah, that's and in this case, we just wanted to see if we had anything that related to peanut butter. And we did have one thing that we cross-referenced. It was a peanut butter factory caller from a couple weeks ago. And she had a dog named Peanut Butter. But that doesn't really help us. Yeah, it doesn't. I know. How many minutes have you lost now, Kit? Listen, I don't think that this is (coughs) relevant to my case because my cat isn't... (coughs) saying anything bad my cat is is writing things that are i mean like my cat can't talk my cat's a cat not a person he's just make meow it makes meows not talks not words yes it makes meows meows. yes he can't talk he's a cat this cat is writing things on posters and showing up places uninvited who even knows how he gets there i would say this cat has some skills and if he can't talk I feel like you said he talked, but what? I have it written down this in my another notebook. Another minute gone by that he talked. Listen, this is the first time I've heard somebody use peanut butter for this sort of thing with a dog. Yeah, I know about other instances from my vast knowledge of gay pornography. Oh, Ugh. I mean, I'm not discussing it because it's gay. Is, <laughs> is that what you're trying to say, Zane? Well, it's not gross because of the peanut butter. <laughs> I love peanut I'd butter. say it is gross because of the peanut butter. <laughs> oh, man, I love peanut butter. Yeah. But, like, insects? No. On, but it, I mean, but like wouldn't on, turn it down. Unlike what, like apples? Yeah. Let's get on that. <laughs> oh, you said apples. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're a friend of Tracy Lord's. Yes. This is important. I can feel this is an important line of questioning. She is famous for uh, the John Waters movies that she was in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cry Baby. Correct. Um, Hairspray. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was in Hairspray. I don't know either. And East Siders. By John Waters. Yeah. Yes, John Waters, East Siders, that you've remade. He's, he's good at series. that. I've remade it. Yeah. No, I still don't have anything about peanut butter. Okay. Mm, well, Kit, you've been here for a few minutes now. How much are you guys charging me per minute? It's per minute. How much are you charging me? Well, yeah, when Tracy Lords was here, she wasn't talking, complaining, you know, about. <laughs> what a our good process. guess that Tracy Lords. Tracy just Lords like, just, just a diamond in the rough. I would a have gem. Any time. A gem. That's what I say about her every time I talk to her. You know, Patty Smith. Um, in her autobiography, said that everybody called Janis Joplin a pearl. A pearl? A pearl of a girl. And then she died. Yeah. Well, right we, after Patty Smith said that. We time. all die, and you know what? No shame in it. And yeah. you know what? Unless you're Fred Phelps. And then there's plenty of shame. Because he kind of wanted everyone to die around him. Anybody who wasn't a member of his church. That's true. They want uh, gay people to be killed. Yeah, yeah. He says, like, die. He goes to funerals and it's like, good riddance. I've always and taken the position that that's a little much. A little strong, much? Strong position. Zane. It's a strong position, Zane. It's a, it's a little You know, Ken, I'm going to agree with him. It's a little harsh for Fred Phelps to, like, wish the genocide of, like, uh... Yeah, it's a little harsh. You know, like... A little. Kits and kids, <laughs> all the baby foxes. Look, let's get back to the matter at hand because the clock is running out here, Kit, on both your time at the Mystic Party 
and possibly your life because this cat sounds like it is a dangerous cat. And for all we know, it's going to start it's going to start sabotaging all sorts of other things in your life. It could start sabotaging your new your series as it comes starts filming. The YouTube comments alone. Oh, I bet he just spends all day with those YouTube like comments. Types, spite of talk. Yeah, in spite of that, he can't speak. Well, we have some solicited advice for you. Zane? Uh, my advice is put it in a bag mm-hmm. and try to run down the clock. <laughs> put that cat in a bag. And take it back to where it belongs. To Westboro Baptist Church. Now, look, I know it's a dangerous place for you, but let me give you some advice. As a straight person, here's just a couple things you could do to fit in. Polo shirt. Khaki pants. Mm, cross necklace. Or, like, orange? No. Gold cross necklace. Shark tooth necklace. Shark tooth necklace is also helpful. Maybe like one of those bands, a little bracelet that says like cure cancer. Hmm. Things along those lines. Dress Don't up. get it mixed up. Don't make sure it says cure cancer. Mm-hmm. Not, not what? Uh, not kill fags. Yeah, don't have. <laughs> but that'd be. That. I mean, that. Would oh, you could get that, that one. I'm sorry. You that was right. That, that was right. That's a good cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good cause. Um, do all that. Not like fuck butts. It shouldn't. Not say fuck, fuck butts. butts. Yeah, that's that's what it shouldn't say. Don't put fuck butts on there. <laughs> How many of those do you have? <laughs> I got a box in my car. If you guys, they're a dollar I'll take a piece. Few. I'll take a few. Okay. You're going to need to sell them after this expensive advice. So you get dressed in your shark tooth necklace and your um, polo shirt. And take that cat that you put in a bag and drop him off in front and a, say... A burlap bag. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. What's a burlap Bre- sack? Breathable. Breathable material. But listen, I know one person who I've seen wearing a shark tooth necklace. And it was the first time I tried to get an apartment in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just a kid. I was leaving the dorms for the first time, and I looked at an apartment that I found on Craigslist in Midtown. Said it was for college students looking for a fifth roommate uh, for their uh, like large apartment where everybody would have private rooms. Mm-hmm. And so I go to this place like on like Fifty Third Street, and I go up like three floors. Walk up. It's like a slum. It's nasty. It's it's like the paint is peeling on the walls and I get to this door and this guy answers the door he's maybe 60 years old overweight shirtless shark tooth necklace wearing shark a shark tooth necklace and he beckons me in to this one bedroom apartment that he has put plywood up in to divide it into four different rooms one with a loft in it. This is all maybe the size of like a small one bedroom to give you like some perspective. It's like the size of this room. And he informs me that he's got boys that live with him. <laughs> and his boys are from all over. They're from different countries. And I could be one of his boys. And he sits me down on this bare mattress. He informs me that he's currently sleeping on the couch and he could stay there and proceeds to offer me drugs. So you moved in. So I moved right in. Yeah. Look, I have to tell you something. That guy, he's a member of the Westboro Baptist Church. I've seen him there. And you want me to deliver my cat into somebody like that? Look, you just have to do a quick drop off. 
I'm not dropping my cat off at the Westboro Baptist Church. Did you pay for this advice or did you? You haven't paid yet. Terrible advice. I haven't paid yet, and I'm considering not paying for this advice. Look. Well, I'll have my I'll have my lawyer call your lawyer. Yeah, and you know what? His lawyer is a member of the Westboro Baptist Church because they're all lawyers. So be careful. Well, I hope because he hates (laughs) hates bags, and he's not afraid to go to court about it. Very litigious, this fag hater. I feel like you guys have said fags a lot of times. We've said it so many times. <laughs> In this podcast. Well, you started it. We did start I can say it. Well. I'm the only one that can say it. I of anyone. We said don't. it. Doesn't happen. Listen, I'm burning this place down. <laughs> and what, are you going to send like money. the lesbian Avengers over here? Like... <laughs> what did you say, lesbian? The lesbian <laughs> Avengers—they're out—they're out recruiting at the kindergartens. It's not a <laughs> look. If you say it's if you say it in this context, te- look, I'm just gonna tell you. If you say it in this context, God hates. What do you say? Homosexual poofs hags. <laughs> Hags? God hates hags. Like, yeah, that's true. God does hate witches. Sea which hags. Crags. He hates crags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that game. We talk about that game a lot. I don't know that game. The he crags. Snags. He's always like, I hate these these snags in my plan. Snaggle tooth. My divine plan. My yeah, these snags in my divine plan. Like but listen, I'm not. I'm not getting rid of my cat. I love my cat. Come right. hell or high water. Well, sounds like. Uh, the microwave is the best solution. <laughs> also, not microwaving my cat. Kid? I'm not microwaving my cat. I'm not making my cat lick peanut butter off of me. And I'm not dropping my cat off at the Westboro Baptist Church. Do you have any other solutions you could possibly offer? We do. Get off of this show. <laughs> 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 Sorry to the fuck out of here. Who do you think you are coming in here telling us, oh, you can't say the word fag? I can only say it. Well, what word am I supposed to use? I don't even know what it means. I don't even know what that word means. I was just playing along with what you were saying. I was like, oh, this cat hates something about Kit, but I don't really know what it is. And then you start talking about buttholes, and I'm like, you're like, I never talked about buttholes. Yeah, you said, I'm going to get a bracelet that said, fuck buttholes. And I was like, is he making reference to straight anal sex? That's what I was doing. Because if you're not, I don't know what you're talking about. And so, end of the day. Oh, you know what I'm talking end about. End of the day. I don't. I refuse to know. <laughs> That's between you and I. And you're Fred Phelps. You're Fred Phelps, and whatever you're personalized Fred Phelps. Like I, I know Fred Phelps. No. And your cat. <laughs> I met. I met. He emailed me actually for help before you did. And let me tell you something. He was much more polite and much more ready to put you in the microwave. <laughs> I don't. Bel- I don't doubt it for a second. I don't either. That cat. So. You know, I tried to be nice. I tried to say, "Oh, we can all live in our own heavens. Your cat can live in its in its Westboro Baptist Church heaven, and you can live in your hey, I'm gonna stay out until four in the morning, sucking on candy necklaces <laughs> at the at the fault lines, and or the eagle, 
And you know a lot of gay bars, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what a gay bar is. <laughs> but I do know where you hang out. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I've seen you around. Wednesday's there. <laughs> when I'm drinking at those bars, I'm really confused about when what's you're going entering on. Entering the Mr. Leather 2014 competition at the Eagle. When my good friend James Franco invites me out, I go. When he ties you up on that uh, like chain link spider web that they got set up in there, and there's a chain, really, there's a big Look. like metal spider web. You might be able to use that. Look. And these ciders. I only have. I only, I only have one job in this show. I only have two jobs on this show. One, be a psychic. Two, keep it on track. <laughs> that is her job. I and just was offended. I'm sorry. Pretty great. Keep I it was it offended. Track. That is what they say about me. Um. So, Kit. Um. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cute theme music. Invoice will be in the your Gmail inbox. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning, three days. It takes about three days. So as far as payment, do you guys accept like candy By necklaces? By minute. <laughs> I have a lot of candy necklaces. Well, we Some have partially suck. A lot of people who really enjoy candy, so please send them over. Please right. do, send them over. Oh, that's it. We didn't even talk about how you're playing a lesbian on the show. Mystic party. Hey, everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast. I am Weed, Where we... And a guest. Go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.